Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern and a post-birthday Ned Reynolds <laughs> fighting a hangover, but I made him a Bloody Mary, so it's okay. Um, when are the A's going to Las Vegas? Really, really good question. We'll find it out officially next Tuesday, November the 14th. The baseball owners are meeting in Nashville and they with full expectations that they will vote. Now, they don't usually call this meeting and announce a vote unless they are going to vote yes. So I'm quite sure they will. But the key question is not really whether the A's will move. They will to Las Vegas. But 2028 is when their stadium is complete. This is 20, about to be 2024. What do you do in the meantime? That is the key question. Do you go back to Oakland? Hell no. Do people want you in Oakland? If you don't think people didn't show up this year and they didn't, they really aren't going to show up at all. No. You'll be playing before an empty stadium. That's and, and, and would they be given a break in the rent? Probably not. Okay, so I don't think that's going to happen. Do they play in the minor league and the Las Vegas team is AAA? Do they expand that stadium and play there? I think really that's their only option. Or do they go to another city like San Antonio or Portland or someplace like that? What about in Allegiant? Why can't they split it? You know, because in the past... Apparently apparently that can't be redesigned into a baseball field. Really? That's really, that's football. Yeah, but that's not a... You would think that if all the money they put into that stadium and all the stuff behind it, they would at least have a, the ability to change it to where it's... Well, you would think so, but I don't really... That didn't figure into their plans when they built it. it Good was job, the Avis. Raiders. God. <laughs> Finn, I'm not surprised that they made that bonehead move, but they could have been making a lot more money off the A's playing there, too. Could have. Interesting. Well, I... What do you think? You think they're going to go to the AAA team? That yes. makes probably the most sense. Then. Yes. Either that or maybe to another city that probably is bidding for an expansion franchise like a San Antonio or a Nashville or a, or a Portland, Oregon, somebody. Maybe like that's that. why they were in Nashville to do this meeting. Well, no, no. They, they planned them way ahead. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, the, where the Nashville sound plays, gorgeous venue. So that would be really cool, too. So it makes sense. Maybe see if they have any interest in a major league team in that town. <laughs> it might be the next one. Well, it could be. That is a possibility. So we've been talking a lot about what the Cardinals are going to do um, in the offseason as far as the moves. Are they continuing to search after different pitchers? They continue probably hourly as opposed to daily. And the latest reports have the Cardinals and the Yankees thought to be in serious negotiations for perhaps one of the Yankees' better pitchers, a young kid who is a reliever. Now, this is not official, but Ron Marinaccio is a very good prospect and has pitched a little bit with the Yankees. So who would the Cardinals give up? Well, according to the reports, the negotiations include Brendan Donovan. I'd hate to see him go. He's a tough player. Or, uh, and maybe Nolan Gorman, maybe the two of them. But uh, Marinaccio and another minor league pitcher would be included in that deal. But that's the one that's being discussed. There is nothing official yet and probably won't be. The free agents are still doing all their talking, and Shohei Otani is the, he's the big gun. Where's he going to go? Consensus is the Dodgers, but long, long round of negotiations before that happens. Any word out of Kansas City? I mean, are they, are they going after a stud or anything they like that? They have to because they're probably going to lose Zach Greinke who really was their calling card, and, you know, Royal from the world. Very beginning. And and, uh, although he made the round in the major leagues, still he would pitch five innings every time out at age 39 for the Royals. But he's probably going to go. He'll be let go as a free agent. They have to do something. You have to get the credibility back. 
The Chiefs are there, and they're taking all the publicity. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what they do. It's going to take some very creative management on their part. I get a lot of phone calls from uh, different label reps during the week about different projects, music coming out, bands, stuff like that. And I was out yesterday afternoon when one of the guys from Chicago called me, and I got in this morning, and let, he left a message, hey, seems like I missed you. Uh, don't worry about calling me back tonight. I'll try to hit you up tomorrow. I'm actually headed out to the game of the week here in Chicago, <laughs> the Bears versus the Panthers. Uh, I laughed hard, but uh, yeah, it was and it was definitely. Uh, I must admit to you, I didn't see it, but judging by the score and the reports, the game was just as bad as everybody expected. Hey, at least there were points on the board. I mean, a combined of 29 isn't great, but at the same time, at least they got a win in Chicago. Chicago won at 16 to 13 over the Carolina Panthers. Two of the poorest teams in the NFL, and you say 29 points on the over/under. That's that's almost zero. <laughs> yeah, and we've got some lights happening tonight. Where and when can we expect that action? There will be some action all over the state. This is district championship night, and this is pivotal because the winners all advance in five of the classes to the quarterfinals. In the one class, class one, you go automatically to the semifinals because there are fewer teams involved. Games right here within the immediate Springfield area. Down in Nixa, Joplin plays Nixa for the second time this season. Mike, that's going to be a terrific football game. They're both good teams. I think Nixon may be a bit better. They were the first time they played back in September, 35-27. to But Joplin has gotten nothing but better since then. That'll be a terrific game. And that is Class 6. That's the largest of all classes in Missouri. And then you have the, this is much ballyhooed, this game. Lebanon has been good for a number of years. Republic has made a major comeback in their fortunes here over the last couple of years, and Republic will play up at Lebanon. That will be a terrific game. Oh, yeah. You have Fairgrove, which is one of the, one of the top-ranked Class Two teams in the state. They take on their old rival Stratford, who they walloped earlier this season. Who knows what will happen a second time. Up in Bolivar, you have Bolivar playing McDonald County. That will be a great game as well. They all will be. A terrific contest. Marionville and Kabul and Marionville, that's the class one. Winner goes to the state semifinals there. So all around the area you have terrific matchups and uh, we'll see what happens. It should be a great evening of football. All right, Saturday. This is the uh, next few weekends of the college football schedule where you've got some great matchups. Um, and, you know, the Tigers have had a hell of a, te- had hell of a team this year, ranked 16th in the country. They take on number 14, Tennessee, in Columbia. I'd take Mizzou in this one. Well, Mizzou is a slight dog, but, but it's so slight as to be a pick'em game. At home. Tennessee is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, but the one of the reasons – one of the reasons that Tennessee is favored is because of the history between these two. I don't think history is going to be repeated in this one. And by what do I, uh, what, what, what's it meant by the history? Well, in 2020, 2020, Tennessee beat Missouri 35 to 12. In 2021, Tennessee beat Missouri by a score of 62 to 24. And last year, Tennessee beat Missouri 66 to 24. They have racked up some big scores with a very high-scoring, obviously high-scoring football team. Tennessee is high-scoring this year, not by as much, but Missouri is a much better defensive team. I think the Tigers are going to do well. When you mentioned their numbers, you were talking about the Associated Press. The real numbers are the bowl standings, where they stand, and Missouri is only 14th. I say only 14th, that's a, that's a compliment, because that's a very high rating for them. Number one team is Ohio State. 
and the top four are the ones who go to the playoffs this year. That ends after this year. Twelve-man team 12 after that. teams yep. next year. Look forward to that. And that'll be well. Everybody's everybody who has been ever griping about not being included, they will be included this time, unless you really fall on your derriere. But Missouri at 14 is going to get a very good bowl game if they continue to win. They have Tennessee tomorrow, Florida next week, and then the Razorbacks the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, so that game starts at 2.30. My Wildcats mm-hmm. start at 2 against Baylor at home in Manhattan. So I got to roll another TV into the living room. Watch, them both, <laughs> watch them both at the same time. State is a big favorite over Baylor. Yeah, hopefully they can uh, get this nice easy win before they go and face off with the Jayhawks the next week. Um, I know you'll be on the sidelines, Plaster Stadium tomorrow. This final home game for the Bears. The season, the home season will come to an end. And the Bears are taking on an old and familiar rival, Northern Iowa, a team that has just simply had great success against Missouri State, or back in the old days, Southwest Missouri State, over the years. So it really, this is a a pivotal game for the Bears. Not as far as postseason's concerned, they're not going. Northern Iowa probably is going. But how well do the Bears bounce back? They were victims of a gut-wrenching loss to Illinois State last week in which the officials made controversial decisions. We're not going to debate whether it was right or wrong, but they were controversial. That's not a debate. It was. But the fact is, the Bears had, from them, defeat taken from possible victory. And that's a, that's a real shame. 36-35, the Bears lost. How well do they bounce back? These are young kids. Can they regain their mojo and play some respectable football? Anxious to see what they do and how they come out. Me too. Ned, you have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you on Monday.